<laughs> Froggy's back. <laughs> Froggy's back. Froggy was in the last episode. I know. He went to court. Did you hear? Froggy went to court and he did right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Froggy went to court and he did right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Froggy, Froggy went to court and he did right. I don't the know. End. <laughs> well, Something was by his side. But we'll never know what. It's a mystery lost to the ages. Chocolates? Yeah, chocolates by his side. If he's courting, he better Robin have some. Gordon, he did ride flowers and chocolates by his side. Uh-huh. <laughs> he better have some chocolates if he's courting. Because if he's courting. Did you ever see that Tom and Jerry cartoon where it's like Jerry's uncle or something? Was this it little... like an episode of something or like it was a separate show? It was a cartoon. Like a series, like a spinoff? Like Joey after Friends? <laughs> no, no, no. This was a particular Tom and Jerry cartoon. Like an episode. Like Yeah, what? I guess. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't like a half hour. <laughs> there was an uncle? He had an uncle. Jerry the Mouse had this uncle who was like a, a cowboy. Oh, wait. And he had this a big so he had a, familiar. A hat that, that covered his eyes. And he had a big bushy mustache. <laughs> and he had a little guitar. And he would yes. sing, and he would sing. Froggy went according. He did rock crambone. Was that last word you said? Crambone. What is it? I don't know. It's the only time I've ever heard it. Was this little <laughs> cartoon mouse singing it? That doesn't. That's a not safe for work. If you ask me, <laughs> crambone. NSF, it does sound now. In SFW, uh, I will say in the harsh it's like light of day. Like when you see like a Disney, where they're like this. There's penises in the poster. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? What were you doing? Why did they do that? Why did they do that? Was it on purpose? Was it yes. someone like trolling them, but like a disgruntled employee? That I think that's given what we know about the history of Disney. That's very likely. <laughs> I hope they're treated better now. I got to be careful because I work for Disney sometimes. Uh, yeah, I hope they're treated well. Um, Everyone seems happy that I encounter. <laughs> I want to work for Disney. All right, well, guys, this is the guys. Pod- this is the podcast. This is a podcast. It's called Stay, Stay at Home, Kids. Because <laughs> we're still staying the F home. Do you know what's weird? Is until I'm we s- get our damn vaccine. I'm so vaccine. used to not syncing up with people on Zoom that when we said that at the same time, it was re- it was unnerving to me. Oh, it wasn't delightful? That we're actually... No, I've, I've gotten used to things being out of sync. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm an interesting guy. Huh. We're your pandemical podcast. Yeah. Um, my name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We're married. We live in Los Angeles. This is L.A. City of stars. <laughs> Remember, um, this is L.A. No. What you is know, Cheryl Crow. All I want to do... <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that part. All I want to do is sitting on. I'm sitting on Melrose, having a beer. I like a beer buzz early in the morning. Early in the morning. Oh wait, what are the what are the what are the words? To- we, we nailed them. That's it. <laughs> Put them in any order you like. And she's like, "This is L.A." Don't you remember that part? That's I the best part. I don't really. It's pretty. I good mean, part. I like the song. I like the whole song. Mm-hmm. You know. 
Until the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. Boo doo 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 doo. Boo doo 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 doo. I got my weekend water. Only had one sip, y'all. So mm-hmm. bear with me until I get my buzz on. Yeah, we're we're like punchy and tired. This has been a long. So week, guess what's right? our fun running theme of the podcast is how fucking fried we are. <laughs> I mean, fried. I mean, fried. I mean, to tell you, fried. I mean, if, like, I could legally change my name to Burnout and it would fit. Would that be your first or last name? I think my first. You keep everything else? It's called Burnout. Mm. Burnout out of Tompkins. <laughs> you could call me Bernie for short. Oh, Bernie. I like Bernie for a lady. I, think I know that's a cute. Bernie. I know a lady, Bernie. I've known some Lady Bernies in my day. <laughs> Do you know what I realized the other day is I've never met a penny that I didn't like. I don't know many pennies. I've known a few over the years. And everyone that I've ever met, I have enjoyed. Interesting. He's a nice person. Yeah. Interesting. I need to think on what that name is for me. Yeah. I, there, there, I'm sure be you have somebody. One. Yes, but I think I think Penny is an extremely maybe cute. Maybe name. it's Claire because I have some. I met some real good Claire. Claire is yeah. Claire's my solid. Claire's a good name. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I thought Claire was a very glamorous name. Claire is a glamorous name. You know why? Sophisticated. Because it rhymes with Blair, the most glamorous facts of life. <laughs> Cast member. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the most glamorous name of all time. Like you had, a, uh, <laughs> you harbored a, <laughs> no, like, a secret admiration like for the in name my Blair. circle. So, like, way before Sex in the City, y'all, there was Facts of Life. And you were either like a Blair, a Natalie, a Tootie, or a Joe. Mm-hmm. I was a Blair. <laughs> they were the main four, right? Like, yeah. earlier, there were other girls that, that kind of were on the periphery. But then it boiled down to those four. Tootie, Natalie, Blair, and Joe. Tootie, Natalie, Blair, and Joe. (laughs) Mrs. Garrett, away we go. And (laughs) so um, I was real young when that was on. So I was like a baby almost. But I was able to remember it just because I have like a photograph. One of your earliest memories. Yeah. It's one of my things. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for allowing (laughs) me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. I don't like to brag about that, but no. it's just like a thing. <laughs> like a thing that happens when you're a baby and you remember sitcoms. But even though you were a baby, you were very precocious. So you had you were a Blair. a Blair. Yeah. I can see that. But like You were definitely not any of the other ones. No. Let's go through their personalities. Blair, she's a rich girl. She's like kind of like a white privilege. She's a Karen. Funny, so she's she was a Karen. Karen. She was the original Karen. She's a Karen. She was sort of like, yeah, she was like the quintessential boarding school. I feel like they had like maybe her parents didn't want her around or something. Jesus. Well, you know, you know that archetype. Yes. The okay. sad little rich girl. Exactly. Poor you know little that rich girl. little rich girl. Then you've got Tootie. Who's on her roller skates. She's fun-loving. And she's inquisitive. Well, you know why she was on the roller skates in the beginning? Did you ever hear this? This little backstage trivia? No. 
Because she was so much shorter than everybody no, else. Really? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. adorable. It's pretty cute. Molly Ringwald was in the early days of Yes, the, Molly Ringwald. The Facts of Life. Gotta lo- God, love Molly. I love Absolutely. Molly Ringwald. Then, but what was Tootie's personality? She was well, kind of bubbly would, and... Well, she would kind of blurt things out like... She was sort of like the rose of the golden girl. She was sort of <laughs> Wait, like... Hey, we've gone from... <laughs> <laughs> she would kind of blurt things out and be right. like inquisitive and like, no why filter. can't we do this, Mrs. Garrett? Right. Like, like, uh, like just kind of like, uh, what is that guilelessness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was innocent. Yes. Okay. And then... Uh, uh, Natalie. Natalie was funny, right? That was her thing. Natalie was sardonic. Sardonic. And she kind of would be, you know, she she had a more of a world weariness to her mm-hmm. that was sort of like, I guess, a little more on the grounded side. Mm-hmm. Then you got Joe. Joe, Joe was a tomboy. tough girl, tomboy, Tom- yeah, lesbian. I mean, no, because she dated, right? She dated. They I wouldn't think, allow that. I believe, though, that Joe was kind of a touchstone for a lot of young girls who were gay. I could see that. That they saw themselves. Because she was sort of like, she she was able to like bust out of certain archetypal boundaries of what girls yes. were depicted like on TV. Yes. She wasn't all about boys. She was in, She was tough and independent. She was like, um, her whole thing was like, she was kind of um invulnerable right like she she was she she had a tough exterior right. to cover yes. up like a you know like a humanness inside yes 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 yeah which is also part of that journey it's like you have to, there's a certain amount of hiding that you do and and she she was like didn't she like have like a motorcycle and stuff. She must have had a motorcycle. <laughs> she must have. But I do feel like there was okay. So like the central relationship to me of mm. the show was was the tension with Blair and Joe. Yes, because they were like the yin and the yang of femininity, right? Like it was sort mm-hmm. of like and privilege. Yes, like you either right because she was not like a rich girl. Joe was not. She, she was, was not like a, she was not of means. She might have had like a scholarship to get there or something, yes, or exactly. was selected somehow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think Mrs. Garrett believed in her. <laughs> so they had. So in a way, they had sort. Of, they kind of like represented opposite side. But there were times when they kind of like would understand each other, and that was like really cool. Get to the humanity beneath yeah. the labels. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Just like on Entourage. <laughs> now, who are you? <laughs> are entourage? you a drama? Are you a turtle? Are you a Vinny? Or, or are you e. an E? Hmm. Such richly drawn characters that I want to <laughs> identify with. Let's see. Am I uh, the <laughs> handsome <laughs> and talented on paper Vinny Chase? <laughs> Am I the uh, who had who had, who literally experienced like zero anxiety? Like maybe he yeah. did, like he may have been a character that did not possess an amygdala. <laughs> <laughs> like he was just someone born with like a peanut sized amygdala. <laughs> All right, so am I that guy? Am I the guy who wants to profit <laughs> off of him? Is that E? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
so wait, do you think he just like he just wanted to profit off of him, or he was like looking out for him because they were buddies? I think both. Because what was E's talent really? Just making phone calls, hanger on, hangery, <laughs> hanger onery. Yeah, making phone calls. Um, but then we get into the brother Johnny Drama. Right, he was the he was kind less of, handsome and less talented brother, and he sort who was of, being carried along, and yeah, and he kind of they wrote him kind of like thick headed, in my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah, like they I made him kind of dumb, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but did. he was also gross. He was gross, or were they just They're all, all gross. gross? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was just fitting in. I mean, honestly, yeah, no. This is a world where it's gross survival. is not gross, it's where survival. gross is just normal. Okay, um, which <laughs> is you know that's life. I know. For what, sure. I have a watch along idea for it. I'm already saying no. <laughs> <laughs> if if it is in any way related to the current topic, the answer is no. And then finally, we come to turtle. Turtle. Come on, Turtle's the best. He's the best one. I mean, I guess. He's the one who just is like. (laughs) Talk about damning with faint praise. (laughs) So he has, he has, he's an entrepreneur. Oh, he was an entrepreneur? He kept having ideas. They made their own vodka or whatever, remember? I like that about him. He's enterprising. Enterprising. All he needs is the attention of his famous friend. And I think an investment from him, right? Oh, yeah. He, was he always like asking for money? Yes. I think he always wanted to be put in. <laughs> he, he was always requesting to be put into situations where he could try to get money from people with money. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Okay. These are the four male archetypes. <laughs> Wait, that's what y'all got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. If you By look way, at, if you look at got, any other show. I got Facts of Life. I know. I got Golden Girls. Facts I got Golden Sex, Girl, in, the Sex in the City. City. And you've got Entourage? Yes. Well, you get, Don't forget um, how to make it in America. <laughs> no, that's not the same thing. You're though. right. The four archetypes. Yeah. Who are the other? What are the other ones besides Entourage? To have sort of the four I, Okay, you got Happy Days, right? Where it was sure. like, Fonzie was cool. Yeah, Richie was earnest. He's like this the, the audience surrogate, essentially. <laughs> yes. Ralph Mouth is the class clown. He's the jokester. Right, and Potsy is Potsy like... Is dumb. He's horny or something? <laughs> he, he was not that horny. Oh, oh, Fonzie was horny. No, Potsy always had girlfriends, I thought. They all always had girlfriends, but they weren't, they weren't particularly... They didn't talk about making out and stuff as much as it, it, the show as it became as 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 it became famous for yeah. what what we all think of as happy days Fonzie was the one who was constantly talking about hooking up but how it seems like there's a lot of four women shows and I don't I'm not feeling like it's coming easily to us about the male I wonder if stuff. it I wonder if it pre if there's a show that predates Facts of Life that is the template for that idea because it really does you can see it in the Golden Girls and you can see it in um almost designing women a city. little too. Yeah, designing you draw women, like sure. a line, you've got it you know, a line to yeah, design yeah, yeah. women, you know. That they're strongly defined then characters. Girls, girls on HBO. Okay, let's break down the characters of girls. The thing about girls on <laughs> HBO, because they were following, they were modeling themselves after the way that it was being marketed at the time was a millennial Sex in yes, the City. The way that it was being marketed, and not a Gen X Sex in the City, but right. like a millennial one. Right, right. right. So uh, you've got um, 
Hannah, mm-hmm. who is um, completely unrelatable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so so she's very like sort of entitled. That's like her yeah. whole thing is that mm-hmm. she's entitled and she doesn't understand. But she also kind of like she has a bit of an she has like an arrogance, mm-hmm. which is funny. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a comedic trope. Yeah. Right, it's sort of an air, like an arrogant person in a cruel world. Right, right. That is like a funny clown character. Like if you're yeah, distilling absolutely. it down to clown character, absolutely. Um, and she had um all kinds of like sort of um anxieties and you know, yeah. I believe they there was like a season where she had where they talked about her like obsessive compulsive. Yes, you know, yes, yes. So yes. so she had sort of like all of this. Stuff, even though she went through the world entitled and arrogant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Then you've got. Um, are we going to f- remember their names? I just remember like Je- I'm sorry. Gemma. Are we going to remember their names? <laughs> I watched the whole damn thing. <laughs> Wait. So the four. So okay. Let's let's name them first. Gemma. Um, She's the British one. Kirk, Jemima. Kirk. Jemima Kirk, who doesn't actually have a British accent. Well, because her she's got a um her whole family is kind of by uh coastal like yes, she has she, like British she, parents. But or she something. admitted that she doesn't have But you know have a like accent. um you know because her sister doesn't but have Jillian one. Anderson yeah. has both American and British in her Yes. But we're patois, not talking we're not talking about But her. I'm saying it's a similar thing where it's like split mm, family. It's not that similar because it's not no. She, they, they were on, she and her sister, whose name I do not recall, were on Busy Phillips' talk show. Uh-huh. And she admitted on the talk show that she puts on the accent. Okay. Well, I guess she just doesn't. It's a, it's a wild clip. It's out there. But there's a British parent involved, right? Or British parents involved? Uh, I think so, but they were raised together and the one does not have <laughs> Well, neither of them has an accent. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> this is not a Jillian Anderson situation. What was her saying. character's name on Girls? Pa- 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 no. Patricia. It'll never come to me right now. Like, I would need to Google it. Jemima Kirk. Yeah. Her character was sort of like dealing with addiction. Remember? No. She had like a whole thing. You know what's funny? is I think I've watched every episode of Girls. I kind of I don't know if that's true. I haven't I haven't missed many <laughs> if that's true. She had sort of like a wild party streak. Mm-hmm. Like that was her character was that she was kind of like hedonistic. She didn't seem to be in the show as much as the other. She ones. wasn't in the show as much for some reason. Okay. Except have... when they went to their like addiction storyline stuff. Right. Okay. So then we have. Um, Shoshana, right? Was her was the character's name the David Mamet daughter? Shoshana Mamet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her whole thing, yeah, because they called her Shosh, right? Yeah. And her whole thing was that she was had a bit of a type A edge, like she had, and she maybe came, you know, from money because she had like her own apartment that mm-hmm. was super nice, mm-hmm. but also needed to find professionalism, professional. Right, right, right. Because right. uh, it wasn't like she was set. Yeah. From what I could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I getting all this wrong? I can't wait till all the listeners start piling in with like, you're way off base. 
Start now. If you're listening to this, don't even wait for us to finish. Start Get tweeting that at us email. now. Get your fingers red day. Stay at Homekins on Twitter. Just start telling us. How, how wrong we are. All right. So she has sort of like a type A thing. And, and she was kind of like, um, in, my, in my memory of this show, she, had, she was the best, better friend to people. But maybe okay. I'm wrong. Was she a dick at some point? Like, all of them are kind of dicks they at all, some point. They all seem to continually be unhappy with each other, in my recollection. But Shosh, for some reason, had her, like, her life together more. Yeah. For, but, like, had her, saying, herself together. I'm saying, like, compared to Sex and the City, or even Golden Girls, mm-hmm. I don't recall a lot of scenes where the four of them were hanging out together as friends. They would like end up at parties at night, kind right. of a thing, and then someone would get lost. Yeah, but Sex in the City was like every at least once. Well, an they episode. had their regular brunches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. And they in Golden Girls, they together, lived talking, together. So. Golden Girls, together. And then there was um, Brian uh, Allison Williams, Williams' daughter. Yeah. yeah, yes, yes. And her character was her character was sort of like from the way in my memory, and I'm going to mess this up. That she kind of came out of their school experience or college experience as being this sort of golden girl person that was beautiful and then ended up kind of having like no identity. Floundering. Yes. Yeah. That she sort of came out like maybe everyone looked at her like she was like the homecoming queen. I'm She wasn't the homecoming, but I'm just saying like... You know, I I, you, you know the, the type, <laughs> yeah. the type, the sad homecoming queen type mm-hmm. that you think, oh, she has the boyfriend. She has the looks. She's taller than most people, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she don't have to wear roller skates she was in like Brooklyn. Seven okay? one? <laughs> and that, but then when she kind of went out into the real world, she sort of lacked identity and it made her kind of toxic to be friends with. Mm-hmm. That was sort of like, which now that I'm talking this out, <laughs> these are the four archetypes. <laughs> now I'm talking this out. I find like, that's an interesting dynamic to explore. And mm-hmm. actually, because we all have that one friend mm-hmm. who we think has everything, mm-hmm. but really they have like, just like an empty fucking hole. Where there should I, be something. I'm sure I'm like that to a lot of my friends. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying though? Like that, yeah, that must have been like, you know, but there was just so much going on in that show, like all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, there was so much drama. Like we were always like fighting and like, they were very unhappy. I guess that was sort of like a millennial snapshot where they were like, how could you have left us this society in this way? <laughs> <laughs> it's like well that's a good fair that's a fair point Although it's a fair point they were all their own worst enemies in that oh, show 100 percent. yeah 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 well and they were all very um kind of naive mm-hmm. they were all naive mm-hmm. and they were like thrust into this world where they were not seen the way they wanted to be seen right? and they didn't adapt or they didn't build like a resilience kind of a thing. Right, right, right. 
And then there was... It was painful at times to watch that show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was frustrating. It could be frustrating. I really thought Lena Dunham... I loved Lena Dunham's acting in that show. Like, I I find her style of acting Mm -hmm. very watchable. Like, she has a, like, a natural quality, an organic realness that is a compelling watch. Like, she's a very... I think she's a good actress. I feel like... It's making me realize that, like, I thought... Everybody was good on that show. I thought everybody did a good job. Everyone did a good job. I, I didn't mean to minimize that. No, people. no, I wasn't saying that. I mean, that. Adam Driver, come on. Yeah, I wasn't saying that. I, I'm saying that I think that I have reached, I think I reached a limit on watching shows where people are awful to each other. That was a problem that with that I don't, show. I don't it was enjoy uncomfortable. That. It's not, yeah. It's not a genre that I enjoy anymore. And so there's even shows that people enjoy now that I could admit that everyone that they're well made and everyone is good on them, mm-hmm. but I don't like I, I don't enjoy a show where the the main attraction is oh all these people are awful to each other they're always you know trying to everyone's always trying to 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 uh, you know beat the other person or <laughs> or feel good about themselves yeah. by shitting on someone or whatever and I just feel like that's not. The the hardest one for me, I think the, the turning point for me was Six Feet Under. I thought you were about to say Succession, and I was going to tell you why you're wrong about no, it. But we show. can talk about that. I my pro, I watched all, every season of Six Feet Under. I watched every episode. Yes, you loved that show. No, I didn't. I didn't. But you were just loyal to it? I was, it was that thing of like, I had I did not have cable growing up, and so there was a thing back when 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 oh. this is when prestige television prestige was being drama. invented, yeah. you know, and The Sopranos and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I watched things on HBO that I didn't necessarily even enjoy that much, but I watched them because mm, yeah. there was a certain quality to Throwing them. A little shade at John at Cincinnati. It sounds like. John from Cincinnati. That, by, by that point, I, the Cincinnati. scales had fallen from my eyes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, and six feet under when it was over, I realized, oh, I did not enjoy watching that show, even though it was well made, uh-huh. it was well acted. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to say it was well written, uh-huh. but the characters, having grown up in a family in in a somewhat uh, a family that could be contentious at times, uh-huh. a thing that stood out for me on that show was there was never a moment where anybody was on each other's side. They, really? they were constantly separate all the time. See, I didn't, I never watched Six Feet Under, so mm-hmm. I didn't really know what the gist of it was other than they were this funeral parlor family. Right. That had, you know, to deal with the trauma of death every day kind of a thing. Well, and then they have their own personal trauma. The personal stuff. And they're, they're constantly, everyone's unhappy all the time. Uh-huh. And, you know, nobody ever wins. Nothing ever works out for anybody. And it's like, of course, that's drama. I get it. But, you know, after, what, six seasons, I think it was, uh-huh. and just seeing these people be miserable for an hour, you know, <laughs> all of them, you know, here's this miserable person. Then we got to this miserable What's person. What's crazy you know? is I feel like you're describing a show I would like. You, honey, you might like it. You know, like you that sounds that like a show I I actually It's still streaming. Like you can check it yeah. out, you know. I mean, I watched the end I watched this the episodes with Chris Messina. Right, because, because you know him. Cuz yeah. I'm friends with him and to be and at that time, I think I helped him get that role. 
because oh, did you help audition for him? Yeah, I helped. Uh, he, I co- we coached a little. I remember when he was auditioning for it, mm-hmm. and then he got that role, and I was like. Oh, I have to watch. So I watched his episodes and it, and his episodes went all the way up to the series finale. Yes. And because of that, I watched, I know how yeah. it ends because and, I watched it yes. through the end. Yeah. 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 But then people love that series finale and they, they hold it in very high esteem. But I, I, for me, it was just like, I thought the finale was clever and I hadn't watched was, the whole thing. Yeah. It didn't. It it having watched the entire series, it did not move me the way it was supposed to move me, and that's not the show's fault. And, I'm not but they the played show. that song "Breathe," and then I put that yes. on all my mixtapes yes, that yes, year. Yes. <laughs> remember but that? I do remember that. But I I that show when it was over, I realized I didn't realize it until it was over. It was like, oh, I did not enjoy that. I did not enjoy visiting with these people for an hour every Sunday, and it's an hour. I thought I thought it was, for some reason I thought it was a half hour. No, no. No, no, no. It was not Those a half are good hour. actors on it, though. Yeah, absolutely. They're terrific. That's probably what kept you going back. Oh, no. That's the thing. That's That was the HBO thing, was that there was enough quality uh-huh. to to allow me to overlook the fact that I wasn't actually enjoying what and, I was am watching. Am I wrong? But like, it wasn't like Richard Jenkins, like the dad? Oh, he's so, I love him so much. He was great. Yes. And he was not in every episode, but every right. episode he was in, he was fucking he, great. He has like an amazing presence. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He, and his character was the most interesting character. The was dead it? dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. To me, to me. Well, let me ask you this. Now we're talking about like series finales. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Um, we really got into it with television tonight, but like, do you have a favorite um, series Man, I finale? Don't, I don't think I do. I mean, every series finales are really hard. Mm-hmm. They're really hard because there's so much pressure. So, there's so much pressure. There's some really good ones, I think. I, I think I, I do like the Sopranos one I do because too. I feel like it was. How else are you going to end it? You know what I mean? This, yeah. this was never. The show was not Scarface. It was not going to end in a big shootout. I you thought know? the Sopranos series finale. Was fucking it was awesome. Ballsy as fuck. I remember really we watched me. it in real time. Absolutely. And I remember like leaping up from the couch and being like, <gasps> Yeah. I remember you said, What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then yeah. everyone was talking about it. Remember? Yeah. yeah everyone yeah. was talking about that finale. Yeah. I thought that finale I was. I thought it was a great finale. I thought it was a great finale. I think. I, 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 the thing is, inevitably, it will be, I think, unsatisfying because if this is a show that you're invested in, you don't want it to be over. You know what I mean? Yes, um, but you also want them to honor the people, yes. the characters that you love. Yeah. And I feel like, in a way, Sopranos did a good job because, you know, we weren't really supposed to love those characters. Those yeah. characters were heinous, mm-hmm. even though they were humanized by like their emotions yeah. and other situations and stuff yeah, by us seeing their inner lives. Yes. Yeah. But like, there is no way to honor those characters other than this ending that they made Yeah, because we're supposed to not be in love with them. Yeah. Kind of a thing. It's also, I, what I loved about that blackout was like, I hope well, we dare not th- like spoiling. What do you think is, well, it's too late. Come on. Everyone's heard about it. By Some now. people were watching Sopranos for the first time during the pandemic. I know, but I bet they've heard about the like. I okay. knew the fucking ending to Soylent Green for a million years <laughs> before what? I ever saw that movie. 
They're not people, I hope. Because <laughs> I'm planning to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> well, they're not. They're not people. I hope. I hope they're I like. Hope you're not telling. I hope of all the things that could possibly happen. I hope. What I'm hoping, so I'm hoping they're like. I don't know. Leftovers in the fridge. So then Green could be leftovers That's in the, the fridge. That's the big drama. Is that it turn, yeah, it's a big reveal at the end that Sterling Green is leftovers. <laughs> they, they, were, they used some stuff that was a little past the expiration <laughs> date. Sterling Green is sketchy. <laughs> uh, I think the Cheers finale was good. Oh, the Cheers finale. Okay, do you remember? I was, st- again, a ch- like a baby with my photographic memory, but the MASH finale. The MASH finale. I remember being a kid and thinking the MASH finale was amazing. The MASH finale, to me, I've, I feel like I may have, like, deeply ugly cried mm-hmm. when it happened. Like, it was so... Oh, you probably wanted formula. <laughs> right, because of my age, <laughs> yeah. number one. But there was an emotional crying as well as just being hu- hungry <laughs> in addition to hunger in addition to hunger like uh yeah like the scene where alan alda's like remembering on the bus mm-hmm. at night in the Viet Cong, like i feel like as a as a baby <laughs> kid baby mm-hmm. whatever i was like a baby but that was like a kid you can't milk it too much yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> You got the secret is you got to blow by it. You just put it out there. When you explain too much, it draws attention. I feel like that scene, that scene was so earth shatteringly <laughs> devastating yeah. to me. Like I, it blew my mind that television could could make me feel emotions like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a way, like maybe the ma- like now that I'm saying it out loud, the mash finale maybe ruined me for television. Like it made me like a television. No, it made me ruined as someone who had to work in television because I was so blown away by the writing of the mash finale Mm -hmm. and how it could make me in my living room feel. Here's what you got to know. Now I'm like an actor. All you millennials and zoomies, this is what TV was like for us. These are the moments of our lives. This is why Gen X people and boomers love TV. Let's face it, boomers. And the silent generation. Maybe not as much as boomers. Uh, but like, Sil- You mean like the greatest generation? Who's the no, silent generation? Silence in between boom and great. Ugh, weird. It's like boom, silent, great. They, are they all dead? Boom, silent. No, my dad's silent. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Haddad. <laughs> because he's 80. He's 80, but like, uh, but so he's not boom. No, I get it now. But he's not great. Yes, I get, I get it. Okay. Um, but his, <laughs> all his siblings are greatest. Okay. Anyway, my point is this. This is why we are obsessed with television. Because we grew up with the television as our, like, moral compass like as our babysitter like it taught us and it was the everything only, it was the only thing yeah there were no phones or no, <laughs> no phones <laughs> we gotta take a break we'll be right back pop quiz hot shots what do you do when your boyfriend's mother is poisoning you or when your airbnb host dies 
How do you handle a narcoleptic grinder date or make a perfect cup of coffee? Well, don't ask me. Instead, ask Rana and Brian. Our dear friends, Rana Glickman and Brian Safi, host a fabulous advice podcast from the Carriage House in Marblehead, Massachusetts, with the answers to life's problems, both big and small. We listen to this show every week. We have it with our coffee on Wednesday morning. It comes out on Tuesday. We listen Wednesday mornings. And it starts our day off right. We love this show. It's always funny. The guests are always great. Um, and the questions are always interesting. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And each week, Rana, Brian, and a special guest take real questions and give thoughtful, hilarious, and heartfelt advice. Guests have included Conan O'Brien, Margaret Cho, Naomi Ekperigan, Trixie Mattel, Bridesmaids director Paul Feig, Lauren Lapkus, Lamorne Morris, and yes... Paul of Douglas and Douglas. Here is your call to action. Ask Rana with Rana and Brian is every Tuesday free wherever you get your podcast. Tell them the Homekin sent you. We are happy once again to be sponsored by Usual Wines. Usual Wines. Wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces. That's a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single-serve format and bottle design, usual is always fresh, so no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have Usual Spritz, a low alcohol, that's 8.5% ABV, low calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice, like White Claw, for grown-ups. Each serving has just 83 calories. Go check out their website at usualwines.com and use our discount code STAYFHOMKINS for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Usual Wines. This was an ad for it. It's the modern age. We all shop online, have been doing it more since the pandemic. Okay, we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free browser extension that scours the net for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your shopping cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons, beep, bop, boop, bop. They search for you. And then it applies to your cart, and then you watch the money drop. For example, I got these leggings that I'm wearing. I have to wear stretchy pants now because of the pandemic, and I saved $20, all right? Honey has saved $17 million members over $2 billion. If you don't already have it, you could be missing out on free savings. It's free and installs in seconds. So by getting Honey, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting stay of Homekins. So go to joinhoney.com slash Homekins. That's www.joinhoney.com slash Homekins. <laughs> We're back. Oh, I barely, guys, I barely sat down in my chair. I hope you enjoyed our sponsors. We're very excited about Ask Ron and Brian. Yes, we love those guys. And, uh, and please do, if you haven't, check out their show. It's so much fun. And we, it's, we listen every week, as I said in the ad. Um, <laughs> we really do. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and there's reasons why we love Rana and Brian that we can't go into. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we each have one of their kidneys. <laughs> so so today I was reminded, today I was reminded, it's funny that you say that because... Oh, thank you. I was reminded of, remember in the before times 
Does anybody remember the before times? By the way, I feel like I'm in like a dystopian nightmare movie where it's like, I don't remember the before times. I know. <laughs> it really, it, there are aspects of it that do feel that way for sure. Well, I have a group of girlfriends, you know, shocker, in a... <laughs> Every year we take a, a trip, a week, we have like a weekend, like a girl's weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like our thing. And because of the pandemic, we couldn't get together. This is the pandemic caused by the uh, novel coronavirus. (laughs) Yes. If you're listening to this in the year 2027. (laughs) If you have unearthed this. Uh, in you a found time it on capsule. A, a jump drive and a landfill. By the way, I'm not going to pay to host this thing for seven years online. So drink it up. Uh, <laughs> there's a seven year expiration. Drink date. it in, y'all. This <laughs> is not. Lo- Buzzsprout, I love what you do. You're great podcast hosts. But I mean, for three new listeners, five years from now, I'm not paying the monthly. I would lo- I would love three years from now for <laughs> someone to be correcting us on things that <laughs> we said now. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, maybe I will keep it up because <laughs> that seems kind of amusing. <laughs> it seems amusing. Anyway, so we get together on a girls' weekend. In one year, we decided we usually stay at a hotel and. And there's like a million of us. And me and my friend Samantha share a room. But then the other girls, they're like weird and they have to share the room together. And there'll be like four of them in in the like sleeping together and stuff, which is like, that's too much. You limit it to me and Samantha have our own bed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and we are room, and we were roommates. When we went to drama school together. Drama. <laughs> and we were roommates in, in, in Dallas, like back at SMU. Mm. And um anyway, my friend Samantha is a very talented um writer. Mm-hmm. And um she writes on a fun show. It's uh you should check it out. It's called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Mm. Um um, but that's neither here nor there. It's just a group of us <laughs> that have known each other for a gazillion years, and we do this annual thing. And one year we were like, wouldn't it be fun to get an Airbnb? And Two bedrooms, me and Samantha <laughs> in one bedroom, <laughs> the other eight of you <laughs> in another <laughs> cram into one double bed. And so we get this uh, Airbnb rental. <laughs> so we drive out to the desert. And um, and the pictures look normal enough. The pictures look yeah normal enough. <laughs> but we get out there, and the one friend is texting us before we all arrive, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's great, you know." They gave me a tour, blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Okay." And, and we get there, and it is maybe one of the most insane. Places I've ever spent a night in. in it was life. weird, right? Yeah, it was weird. So, like, you come in, everything about the house would have been normal if. <laughs> That's a great starting point. 
They didn't have like <laughs> what a really like imagine that's a review. And it starts out, everything would have been normal if <laughs> wait. I forgot to tell you about the Okay, wait. So before we even get there, there's like an option on Airbnb where you can check and they're like, Would you care to have a <laughs> Would you care if people show up in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> Would you care? Is it a deal breaker if? It's an amazing thing. Would you care to partake in the private chef experience? Right, right, right. And so I was like, okay, girls, y'all, um, you know, there's eight of it, whatever, so however many. I was like, it's this much per person. What do you think? And it, it kind of like broke down to be like a cheaper thing than when we go out to the restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff. Sure, sure. And, and, um, you know, and I was like, this sounds pretty luxurious. Like, <laughs> you know, having someone come in and, you know, do this situation, like, sure. Mm-hmm. So we were like, let's do it up. This is our yearly thing where we it's our it's our self-care yeah weekend or whatever so we go to this house and then in the house there's like all these like weird like i guess like disco lights and like mardi gras beat it was like feather boas like strung (laughs) around and stuff and it's like to be walls Yes, yes. And there's like leather furniture. So you're kind of like, okay, I get it. Like leather furniture. Ten bedrooms and then the walls are made of feathers. So this couple who hosted this Airbnb must have been prescient because there was hand sanitizer everywhere. Yeah. I mean, in every... Room mm-hmm. and corner of this house, there was Purell. And what year was this again? This was, um, it had to, it was 2019. Yeah. It was January of 2019. So look, the novel coronavirus was but a gleam in a bad eye. It was eye. still like, you know, what, like 10 months away? Yeah. When it emerged in China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. to China. So then... <laughs> They were like, so they're all the hand sanitizer. And I was like, okay, that's odd. So then, so Chris is like, oh my God, they were really nice. And she starts telling us all about them and everything. They started telling about the house and, you know, something about chemtrails. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm not con- unconvinced. Like, I've already texted them and like, were they at... The Capitol on January 6th. Like, have we confirmed that they well, were... Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, so, so, so suddenly I can't... And I was like, wait, 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 wait a minute, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, and Tori, the hostess, has a third kidney. <laughs> was like, what? Which, by the way, is a real thing. I Googled it. What? Because if you get a kidney transplant, sometimes they don't take the dead one out. That's not the... That's a that is a true so you technicality. May actually, have like an a, like a shriveled up dead kidney. Hold on a second, and then a new working kidney, and then your old working kidney. Why wouldn't they take <laughs> the useless may, one out? 
I don't know if it's just not convenient. I would be furious. <laughs> maybe it just becomes like a part of your, maybe there's like, maybe, Ooh. I don't know. Look, and maybe I am Googled it wrong, but. That's, you know, honestly. So then, so then. But okay. if you have, if you, sorry, if you have two working kidneys and one dead kidney, mm-hmm. you don't really have three kidneys. When you say to somebody, I have, I have three a third kidneys, kidney. that means you're, you're implying. She said she had a third kidney. You have kidney. three full, good to go <laughs> kidneys. Look, I wasn't there, but we did award her. You the, dubbed her. The moniker. Try Kid Tori. Yeah. So then we were like, okay, so what? When where where does Try Kid Tori keep her <laughs> coffee grounds, or where does Try Kid to Try Kid Tori tell you, you know, blah, blah blah? And then we were like, so then the husband, I guess he said that um, when he's like welding or whatever, I don't know why, but he had like a certain face shield on and he could see a second son and he got a photograph of it and he showed Krista the photo of the second son. Okay. (laughs) So we were like, okay, we're in the desert. This is like, by the way, par for the course. I feel like desert people stereotypes exist for a reason. Uh, (laughs) Um, Every now and then, some people was sort of out there, you know, whatever. And they were lovely and nice, but, um, but I will, but they overcharged for what they gave us because this house was not good. So anyway, so it was clean and we had a lot of hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. And then at uh, at night, the toilets lit up in different colors. <laughs> but you couldn't tell that this would happen when you looked at the toilets during the day, right? I don't right? remember noticing it during the day. Right. It was much more of a nighttime right. situation. <laughs> and so all the toilets were lit up. And then... And the types, um, you know how you have like books on your shelf and you can kind of tell what kind of a person, you know, and you're, you're like, a normal person. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, Tuesdays with Maury. That was a big <laughs> deal at, at one point or, you know, Griffin and Sabine. Remember Griffin and Sabine? Or oh what? my, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that Ugh. is not what they had. So they had all these like witchcraft, um, like Wiccan books mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> And then at one point, someone in the group was like, I'm going to get a massage. And so they ordered on the Soothe app. I love this bougie weekend I'm talking about, by the way. Oh, wait. I didn't tell about the private chef experience. So so um, so then we get... We get the, so the first night we're there, I'm like, y'all, I'm so excited. We're going to have this private chef experience because I've never experienced anything like that where mm-hmm. someone comes in a place and just cooks you a dinner party. Like right. that sounds like heaven to me, yeah. you know, and, um, and, um, and Chris is like, oh yeah, um, well, TriKid like left <laughs> everything in the fridge and I'm like, oh, like for the chef? And she's like, no, like with instructions to heat everything up. And I'm like, hmm. Wait. Oh, I don't know if I knew this or if I forgot this because the other details of the story were 
<laughs> to be to be fair, overshadowed this, <laughs> like, this detail. And I was like, okay, well, let's get everything out and see. And it was just like foil trays of like taco filling, like from the Vons, like not from the Vons, made from the Vons. Like they bought a jar of salsa, a jar right. of like they got some ground beef Vons brand, right, 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 right. and then they bought like a plastic bag of like. Hard shell tacos right. and like, <laughs> and this is the private chef experience. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is, there is even stretching it to the limit. But there I, is no chef involved. That I'll, is by not the way, you. <laughs> like, I'm not against like the a private, fun. <laughs> I'm not against like an awesome like um, you know, homemade Mexican dinner. Of like, but I'm expect like at this point, I lived in Texas for three years and now I live in California. And if you're not going to have a homemade salsa accompany mm. something or even if, homemade. If this is your, if this is, if this is your private chef. This is the private chef and also not even like homemade tortilla, like not oh. even like rolled out. Tor- like, I'm not saying that's easy to make. I'm saying like a chef could make that. That's what we thought. Yes. The word chef is key to this. Put whole it this thing. way. I wished we had ordered Chipotle delivered. Right. Because the, cause Chipotle actually has better food mm-hmm. than what this was. Right. And also like their salsa, so much better. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not like. <laughs> chef ex- the private chef experience. <laughs> so that was a little bit um unexpected and then <laughs> so then we're like getting through our weekend and you know having we did have a nice dinner out on mm-hmm. saturday night i sure. mean come on i mean yeah, you get what you pay for. we always have the one dinner out that's like our thing mm-hmm. is like the one dinner out yeah and because like normally we'll roll in and just like eat at the bar of the hotel we're right. staying in yes. and get like fry like cheese fries or whatever. And so 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 we had so so then we were leaving on the on Sunday. The end whatever of the, the massage. Oh the massage. So we like someone ordered a massage on the app, like the massage app, like the Soothe app. And the guy came in the house with his massage table and he was like he looked around and he goes how much are you guys paying for this place? <laughs> and I was like, um, you don't want to know. And he's like, he basically was like, you guys got ripped off. He yeah. was like, you got ripped off. Like he's like half an hour from here. You could have had like a, a mansion in a country right. club or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. for, for the price. He's like, this is, ridiculous where there, we, where there weren't cameras in but all we like to, we like to stay oh and i forgot to tell you that each room was themed but, oh yeah that's right but that's they right. were only themed by like one nick knack so like one room was like the like mardi gras room and i guess there or one room was like day of the dead and there was like a nick knack like a sugar skull in there and yeah, that was it. yeah yeah and then one room was like mardi gras and there was like a, and then one room there was like a weird clown paint i don't know what theme that was, was. this all in the booklet 
Yes, I think it was. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this one. This is Mardi Gras. And, you know, whatever. And this is like we're negotiating for beds. Here's the thing I love about Airbnb booklets (laughs) is the level of (laughs) passive aggression. Oh, and you're like not allowed to play music outside. Like you're not. And by the way, and if you want the pool heated and they ask you like, do you want the pool heated? Oh, cuckoo. Cuckoo. You haven't been here in such a long time. Cuckoo has has come out during the breaks the last few episodes. Yeah, Cuckoo's so back. Miss Cuckoo. Y'all, Cuckoo's back. Y'all, Cuckoo's back with cuckoo's a vengeance. Cuckoo's back and Cuckoo's back. Y'all, Cuckoo's going to give some trouble in that <laughs> clock tonight. Cuckoo, y'all. You going to the Piggly Wiggly Cuckoo? Cuckoo, thanks for stopping by. We got extra Cuckoo because we started so late tonight. Yeah, we did. Paul is doing a nice thing. Okay, so <laughs> you were doing a nice thing. You did a, a charity nice show. Thing. You did the charity show, and yeah, yeah, it, anyway. it, so okay, so so um so then so the guy was like, <laughs> y'all ripped off, and I was like, honey, I know, I get it. Just you know, we got to move through this somehow, like because <laughs> this is what day. Like Saturday. Right. And we had our nice dinner that night. I mean, at, at, at what number day? How long had you been there Two. when this guy showed up? We got there. We It's always a you week. It's only a weekend. Yeah, right. we already knew. Are you After the private chef experience, <laughs> right. I think there was no <laughs> doubt. There was no doubt in, in our Ugh. minds. Okay. And, and, and when I'm saying all of this, like, like it was clean. Although we didn't have yeah. hot, hot water the next morning. Because the pilot light in the water heater went out, and we had to call the second sun guy to come out. You had to call whom? The second sun guy. What does that Try mean? Kid's husband, who saw the second... Oh, the second sun? I forgot about the second sun already! <laughs> For the special mask. I know which mask it is, because it has like, this dot on it. They basically... I used my iPhone to show them pictures, and they talked me through how to relight the pilot light. Right. On the hot water heater, and then we had to wait half an hour to have the hot water. Yeah. Which oh, and that was another thing is the pool. Like, here's the thing with, oh, right. with these Airbnbs in the desert is like, it's the pool is not heated. Yeah. Like you have to ask. You have to be like, yeah, we're we're actually going here because there's a pool. Yeah. We're you know sorry to shock you, but we want to use the. But pool. let me ask, like, so if you it, had to pay extra. If it's in there's the, a fee. But so you want it heated for night swimming. Because during no, the day, the, no, during the day it's not warm enough because it gets so cold in the desert at night. It never heats up, and like you have to have a heated pool. So in the even desert. if it's hot, and this out is January. There, oh, that's right. That's so true. like, and so like, we're it, not talking about like the dog so, days. So it might get to like eighty degrees the next day, but right. we're talking. It could have freezing. been like thirty-five overnight. Gotcha, gotcha. And it doesn't even get to eighty until like noon. Or I so. said, gotcha. <laughs> well, I want to explain how the desert works to people. Don't. <laughs> So this is the PS de resistance. So we find this is the final day. Ooh, ooh la la. <laughs> We're like packing up to leave. <laughs> I'm and I can I can always say that this group of friends I'm in, we have so much fun and look forward to this weekend mm-hmm. together every year. That this is not like even if it was like a subpar uh pampering experience (laughs) (laughs) it's still that's really not the point of that's not the ultimate goal the ultimate i mean there is a relaxation part of it but we also 
Just like to be together. Well, yes, meet. the eight women in two rooms makes me realize <laughs> that the <laughs> the goal is to have fun and be together. Yeah, it's like we make one another <laughs> laugh. Yeah. And and we talk all year long. Like we're on like a thread. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Like and me and like all day long. So yes. so anyway, because <laughs> so, like Samantha's actually one of my best friends. She started this whole thing mm-hmm. like back in, I want to say 2014 or, mm-hmm. or something. But like. So, <laughs> so we're all packing up to leave, and um, one of the one of our friends, Erin, she had her shoes had gotten pushed under the bed, mm-hmm. so she's like looking for her stuff to pack. So she gets down on her knees and and looks under the bed, and we're like out in the back yard, like waiting for everyone to leave. And she comes running out of the house and says, "Y'all, look." what I just found under the bed. And she pulls out one of those, you know, when you go to like a fast food restaurant and they give you like a plastic woven oval shaped basket. Yes. And then it'll have like wax wax paper paper in it, the fries in it. And then at the end, when you dump everything in the trash, you have to put the basket on, on the pile and the tray, like, I'm explaining Chipotle or so. So anyway, I got Chipotle on my mind this week. And then the basket is cleaned, and and then then it's reused for the next customer. Well, (laughs) Tri Kid had her own basket, Mm -hmm. and in the basket under the bed, it was filled with charcoal briquettes. Mm -hmm. What? Witchcraft. Hold on a second. And then it turns out, didn't it turn out all the beds had them? Um, I can't remember. Yes, I think. <laughs> I think yes. Then we were like looking around, and all the beds had them. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, "What is this? What Wiccan spell is it?" You know, like I'm like googling. Mm. I guess some websites this will help you grow a third kidney. <laughs> some websites are like. It helps with odors. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. And then like. <laughs> That's other, the best case scenario. But then if you like coal under the bed, just like coal under the bed. And then. Coal under the bed. <laughs> and it'll be like, this is to ward off like whatever. I'm not. Oh, really? I'm not kidding. I swear I found. And I might have been deep d- d- Google diving at this point because mm. we were like. What is happening? Mm. Where are we? Yeah. Who are the like? Is this Rosemary's? Ba- like I don't, <laughs> you know, like I don't even know, like. And, but I have to say, um, twenty nineteen, we stayed in a hotel, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nightmare because there was a motorcycle convention booked that oh, weekend. Oh, that's right. They did like a parade and everything. I forgot. About and in the that. middle of the night on Saturday night, <laughs> one of the fucking drunk assholes that like they were passing them on the way back to their room and there were like men like pissing in the plants. Sure. Like Absolutely. in the you know what I mean? In the, in the hotel lobby. In the hotel yeah. like court. Yeah. Absolutely. On the way. And and um someone pulled a fire alarm at three fucking clock in the morning. <sighs> And it was like woke me from it. And I think I had gotten dehydrated that day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I wasn't feeling amazing. So I kind of fell asleep earlier while they were all talking, chattering and stuff. So I was in a dead sleep mm-hmm. and they fucking pulled that fire alarm and I was furious. I'll bet. So we you, got a free night. Because you tell you got, oh, you got a free night. Hey, we're sorry about that. When fire we checked alarm. out, when we are you kidding? This place was crawling with debauchery. Yeah. Like it was like the fuck. I mean, we were like, we came here to have a boring weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to be the worst ones here. And they like wouldn't let us park because they had like a fair in the drive in the <sighs> parking lot and stuff. We had to like, and we're like, no, we're paying guests. We have to park here <laughs> and stuff. And and it was like I don't get it like what but they did like refund the night, but also like we were had didn't sleep so we yeah. were mad yeah, we yeah. were grumpy. Would you tell the uh, <laughs> the you go girl story in the elevator? Oh my god, I hadn't thought of that in so long. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know why this story appeals to you, but it is. Okay. I feel because I feel like I get it on every level. <laughs> so it resonates with me on every level. I get okay. It. Yeah. So I'm I have a resume of appearing in weddings. Yes. Janie has been a bridesmaid every, in, in, in wedding parties. Many, many. We're talking double digits. We're talking double digits. Yes, her friend Aaron made it the subject. Uh, uh, the uh, the uh, well, uh, he made it. He wrote a play. He where, did write a play, but I don't know if I was the inspiration. But it, uh, I definitely played that part. I would be. <laughs> I sp- if you were not, I would be in straight jacket and, and a tie. Yeah, straight jacket, jacket and, and a tie. tie. Okay. Straight jacket and a tie. Straight jacket and tie. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then rebound and gagged was this. Oh, which I never seen. Rebound. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anyway, that's neither here nor there. I used to have a theater company. I think this might be the first time I mentioned that on the podcast. I don't, that, it's come up before. Oh, it has. Yes. But, but anyway. I had a theater company for five years. It has nothing to do with the story. Tell the story. Okay. We're, run, we're running late on time. Oh, we are? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it was my friend Jenny's bachelorette party. Who, by the way, was at the house, the mm. Tri-Kids. But this was years ago. I want to say it was like 2008. It might have been 2007 because her wedding. Picture it in your minds. No, it wasn't Barack 2008. Barack Hussein Obama it is was becoming president. It was 2003 or four. Picture it in your minds, George W. But w. Bush w. Is w. 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 The w. The on. It was because I wasn't even with you yet. We just met. We had just met. We just met. Because I got so drunk at their wedding and I was calling... Neil from the, sorry, another guy. That's who introduced us, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You, come on. You got I, the girl. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure the year. Sometimes you go into details you don't need to go into. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Jenny's bachelorette party. And for some reason, this group decided that we were going to have it at the standard no, is that the name of that place? Downtown. The one, the standard hotel yeah. downtown. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, and this is like. Even if it's not that, it's a place t- like that. In 2003 and 2004. And there's like a rooftop pool. And it's like a, it's like sleazy. It's like clubby. It's yeah. like, it's like one of those where you, there's a DJ in the lobby starting at 3 p.m. 
And the standard like had the girls in the fishbowls. The or whatever, one on the right? sunset, but we were downtown that were had downtown, the rooftop okay. pool that yeah. looked over all of downtown. They would have a young lady like in a in a like, glass booth at the in the fucking lobby. Yeah, like, like behind modeling the, the desk. Yeah. By the way, the standard on they closed. Oh no! Yeah, it was like they a never real got icon. to fix their sign. <laughs> There's like an upside down letter in yeah. it. All right. So anyway, so this is like a sleazy clubby. Th- and again, there's like, I don't know, like six or seven of us in one room. <laughs> we're all sharing this one room. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I th- I mean, like I'm in, I'm in, I'm like in my early thirties at the, like, it's like eight, late twenties, early thirties. Like everyone's like, right. we're all broke. Yeah. We all brought beer in from. You know, we went to Trader Joe's and brought yeah. and snuck it in. I mean, yeah. that was like a big deal, like sneaking it in, you know, to the room because you're yeah. like not allowed to have outside stuff or whatever. In, Is that true? It, I don't think that's true. No, it was at that time. In your room? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so we're all like, we're going to party and it's going to be so much fun and, you know, and, and, um, so we're like, okay, it's nighttime and we're, we're drink. We've been drinking all afternoon in the room, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, we're going to go to the club because the po- po- rooftop pool turns into like a club. Right. And you can only really mm-hmm. go if you're like, you're staying there, but that's not really true. <laughs> like you can kind of go. <laughs> no, exactly. But it makes it seem like you can only go, yeah. you know, and, um, and so, we're like, we're going to go and we're going to wear. And then, and then one friend, Kelly, she's drunk. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're going to put on our bikinis and we are going to put on our makeup and we're going to fucking go up there and have the night of our lives. And I'm like, and I'm buzzed at this point. And I'm yeah. like, Okay. So, so then I was like, okay, I'll put on my bikini. I'll fucking put on my bikini and my makeup. <laughs> have this night in my life. This is Jenny's night. This is Jenny's night. It's yeah. her night, you know? And so we're putting on our bikinis and putting on our lipstick and spraying our hair up to fucking high heaven, <laughs> you know? And we start prancing out, <laughs> swinging our <laughs> hips. <laughs> Let's go, girls. And we get in that elevator. Oh, and we walk through like the lobby and go up an escalator, and like yeah, everyone's yeah, looking yeah. at, and we're like, <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's us. <laughs> That's right. We're it's doing us. it. We're doing it. Then we get into the next <laughs> phase, which is the elevator. And <laughs> there's like, a supermodel in there or something and like I don't know some photographer director right. <laughs> film direct like uh, there's like maybe a beret involved and stuff <laughs> and we're like feeling ourselves you know we're mm. feeling ourselves and um and the <laughs> model looks over at us and she's like oh you go girls but it wasn't like you go, girls. <laughs> it was like, good job. What good a, job. One of one of your group, when you got out, said, I think it was Kelly. I think it was Kelly said that was not a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But then, like, there were shots involved. Of course. And somehow, like, <laughs> we spotted Kevin Federline, and we were oh, like, oh. And like, and we were like, squalid evening. And we were like, she's getting married. (laughs) She's getting married. And like, I want to say we like maybe drew on Jenny's boobs with I with like lip line. I can't remember. Uh, Like, I want to say you definitely did. And I want to say like I jumped in. I definitely jumped in the pool because then I could cover my half naked body (laughs) from Giselle. You know, like, I was like, this is not, like, I I don't belong here. Mm. I don't belong here. Like, we did not belong there. But, like, we were doing it anyway. And then I just remember, like, when we checked in, it might have been me. that Because I may have been in charge. This sounds like it was me. I'm going to make it me. (laughs) Is that when we checked in, because I was like, everybody owes you know, $37.53, you know? And and I was like, do not under any circumstances drink that bottled water over there. (laughs) That is not... This is when you check in. Yeah, this is before we're like drinking all day and all night. And, and And the supermodel was like, oh, that's See, the way I, the way I remember it, she was like, you go, girls. Oh wait, she may have been that. I, I like don't, it seemed very encouraging, the and then when you, you go, girls, when you get out, you're like, you're like mm, wait she a minute, knows, <laughs> we're doughy, <laughs> we're we're untoned and doughy, and ha- and not wearing enough clothes for this place, and and it's like mm, what I love about I it get is, it. I, what I love about <laughs> it is, like I get it. She is she's right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> she's also like, she's also like. Not mean because it's true. <laughs> but she just, she probably just shouldn't have said anything. She just, well, we're in this long, I mean, this elevator ride was interminable from the fucking. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, so, wait, so I'm like, don't drink don't, the bottle of water. Don't drink that. That Fuji water is like $8. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't drink it. So we're all like strewn about the room. Mm-hmm. Like passed out here, there, everywhere. It was the next day. The next morning. Yeah. So the sun comes creeping up through the sheets of our, of the, you know, waking people up, stirring, da, da, da. And Kelly, Kelly wakes up. And she's like, we're all hungover, but she's like so hungover. And she's like, ah, oh, fuck it. And she grabbed the water and she like opened it and started chugging it. And I'm like, <laughs> like in slow motion, like stop. And then I'm like, well, it's thirty eight dollars and fifty six cents a piece. Why should because everybody else? We have to pay for Kelly's Fuji water. I don't know. <laughs> no, she, I don't know. I'm just. I'm putting a little. I'm putting an epilogue right, on it. All right. A I'm little, sure she either, some dramatic license. She and maybe paid for. Look, this is a long time. ago. This is like a long time ago. Were we ever so young? <laughs> so, and then and then Jenny got married, and you know, and she got her first vaccine. Jenny got married. <laughs> she got her first vaccine got shot her today. First vaccine. She's immunocompromised. And She's immunocompromised. <laughs> <and> in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite song. Please keep singing. No, no, no. Please. We got to wrap it up. Do you have oi, any recommendations? Oi, oi. Why? I'm fucking beat, man. 
Yeah, me too. I got to get away from a microphone. This is my third podcast of the day. Yeah. And a Zoom show on top of it. I know. You booked yourself solid, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This you is need, a You know day. what? You need a booking agent. You need a home booking agent. You need someone who does your home booking. Here's the problem is that there <laughs> everything happens on the same day. There's plenty of days where nothing's going on. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. No one does. Anyway, do you have any recommendations? Did we watch anything new? Did we see anything new? You've been you've been binging Better Call Saul. I know, never saw Better Call Saul. And I'm, and I'm like, I love Breaking Bad, y'all. So I think, and I was telling a friend this, I think my resistance to watching Better Call Saul at the time it came out mm-hmm. is because I was still grieving Breaking, like I miss Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I, I felt like I couldn't. Go I had a there. similar I had a similar experience. I didn't watch Better Call Saul <laughs> until after it had been on for a couple of years. Oh, you went because you I was were like, late to well, the party? Because it was so soon after breaking it felt like it was so soon after breaking bad. And I was like, I don't know if I want to just dive into an adjacent show that I don't know if it's gonna be as good. I, I didn't It's as good. It's a different yeah, it's and, great. It, and also like by it's the its way, own show. It's, it's a totally different tone. Yeah. And I didn't know that it was gonna be the case. Can I say, I wouldn't say totally different. I find it more comedic. It is. You know what? It is more comedic. I agree with you. Honey, you wore me down. I find it way more comedic. I find, um, uh, I'm, I'm literally obsessed with, uh, well, and I loved him in Breaking Bad, the character of Mike Armantrout, but Jonathan Banks, who plays yeah. Mike Armantrout. But I, but now that they are showing sort of his backstory, yeah. which we didn't really, we only got like really like snippets of it in Breaking Bad. Right. I think he might be one of the greatest characters ever written for television. Oh, uh, it's, it's such Period. a great character. Like hands down, that character is so well done. You tell him to stay away <laughs> from my granddaughter. <laughs> This is why I'm watching. And also, <laughs> and also I know Tina Parker who yeah, plays she's so great. Who went to my drama program. But she she's older. She 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 runs a theater in Dallas called Kitchen Dog, which is really cool. Yeah. Theater that I got to work in when I lived in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um she plays Francesca and she was in Breaking Bad, but she plays um she plays Saul Bob Odenkirk's, Bob Odenkirk's yeah. character's secretary. Yeah. And it was so exciting because I'm finally on the season where she appears, and I like lost my mind. Is that your is that your recommendation? I guess it is. Yeah, okay. I really, people have already seen it, so people are going to be mad at me that I'm recommending something that's been out for a while. I can't. My brain is fried, so I can't think if I have anything new to tell people about. But I will say that I'm. If you're hearing this, um, any time over the next week from when it was released, um, I'm doing a show with Mark Evan Jackson. We're doing a two man improv show. Um, that's going to be live this Saturday, which is, as of this recording, is tomorrow. And that's um, March 5th. That's March 6th. 6th. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Uh, March 6th. Um, you can get tickets at paulftompkins.com slash live. Uh, it's just the two of us doing improv. We we put on tuxedos and we do improv together. It's called Mr. Tompkins. Mr. And Jackson Mr. and Mr. Tompkins. Sorry, Mr. Jackson and Mr. Tompkins. I got it from here. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you didn't say that part. I maybe I was going to. <laughs> I wasn't going to. Um, yeah, but yes, it is called Mr. Jackson and Mr. Tompkins, and, and these are some live shows that we've done a bunch of times, and we've done a few during um, uh, over uh, the internet 
through this pandemic, and we're doing another one. Portions of the proceeds uh, will benefit the Detroit Creativity Project, which mm-hmm. is a charity that Mark uh, co-founded um, that helps kids in uh, in Detroit. Um, and it's fun. Which is They're where really he's fun from. Shows. He's from Buffalo, New York. Oh, but he has a connection to Detroit. He somehow. does. He started his career in Detroit, in in Second City, in Detroit. Okay, okay. And so it's it's very dear to him, as yeah. it is to me. I love Detroit, and I've it's never a special place to been. Me. We'll go sometime. A lot of Lebanese, though. A lot of Lebanese. A lot so that of Lebanese. Is, go to pauloftompkins dot com slash live. Now, will the show be available? The show will be archived for one week after streaming. So people have two weeks to see it. No, they do oh, not. Oh, because it's they tomorrow night. <laughs> it's tomorrow night. Shit. Okay. Wait. It, so it airs. It will stream on March 6th, and then it will be available for a week after that. All right. Everyone check that out. Um, I did want to mention something. It's not a recommendation, but I meant to mention it earlier. when oh. Chipotle, Just when Chipotle came up. This is unprecedented. Is that I saw that um, they're coming out with makeup. That is the color of Chipotle everything. Chipotle makeup? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> They're coming up with the makeup that's the color of everything that Chipotle makes? Yeah. I just want to... Because there's a big topic so of conversation. <laughs> well, there's a green salsa. There's a red salsa. There's orange cheeses. There's tan, There's These beige colors tortillas. colors have never been seen before. I just wanted to mention the Chipotle makeup because when I talked about Chipotle <laughs> earlier, I remembered that I saw they were coming out with his makeup right. and I was like, hey, that's cool. I might want some of the And Chipotle. because of the fairness doctrine, you have to mention their makeup. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for so, listening. We yes. love you. Stay thank you so much. Stay of Homekins at on, gmail.com. Stay of Homekins on Twitter and Instagram. Stay of Homekins at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> we're going to keep doing this. We ha- we're we're going to keep doing it and like... I don't know what's going to happen. Like I don't I have, know either. I don't know. We'll like, figure it out. If we're all vaccinated, if it's just like a... Yeah. We'll come, we're going to come up with a plan for when things seem more normal. Uh, and until then, <laughs> stay safe. safe. Stay, stay sane. sane and stay, stay home. home.